You are listening to episode 83 of the Less Dress More Fun podcast. Today, we are going to boldly protect tomorrow. You are listening to the Less Dress More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week on the podcast, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most and have a lot more fun in the process. All right, let's get started. Welcome. I've been thinking at uh, just noodling on the concepts of our future and what it means to protect our future, to live into the actions that build our future with the stance of a very embodied, fully featured warrior persona. So yes, we're going to be building on last week, we talked about live for today, what it means to live for today. And then of course, we live for today, but also we're, we're preparing for and creating our future hundreds of actions at a time. How many small things will you do today that influence what you do tomorrow? And they say that most of what we do in a given day is a repeat of what we did yesterday. So I think this idea of really being boldly in our present, but ever mindful of and acting on behalf of our our future, I think we can actually hold both of those in our minds at the same time. And today we're going to be talking specifically around your future, but from the perspective of protecting the future. So one of the the people that I follow in the coaching space says that the future is our property. And I've heard this, obviously, a hundred different times, a thousand different ways, that the future is ours to create, that we create our future through what we're thinking, feeling, and doing today. I love even that idea of the future being our property. And I love that playful image that that it can evoke. So pause and think for yourself. When you think about your tomorrow, whether it's, you know, a week from now, a year from now, a decade from now, a quarter century from now, is it an empty lot in your favorite location ready for you to build your little mini empire? Or is it a cracked concrete pad in a, you know, unfavorable part of town. (laughs) When you think about what's possible for you and your future being your property, what comes up automatically for you? I think about the idea of securing your future. So I was in a conversation recently with someone where we were talking about the the challenge of transitioning from being someone who works and has a career to being retired and fill in the blank. That idea that you recreate your sense of purpose as distinct from your career in certain phases of your life, maybe in all phases of your life. That idea of securing your future and protecting your future and your future being this property, this figurative location that's there for you to build on and protect. I thought it was fun to think about the warrior archetype. I'm doing a a women's leadership program and 
there was a part of it talking about advocacy and how women are leaders and advocates for change and how much they were warriors. And when you think of a warrior, what comes to mind for you when I just say the word? Does it seem like a strong, heroic image, or is it something a little unsavory? When I say the word warrior, do you have a gender bias, an age bias? What are the things that just pop into your mind? Would you describe yourself as a warrior? When we think of the word warrior and everything that comes to mind, it's also fun to look at the associated words, protect, protective, protection, like are warriors there to be on the defense? Are they on the offense? What comes up in your body, in your body language when you think of warrior? And then when we think of things like protect, protective, protection, we form an idea of protectiveness, what it means to be protective, what it means to be protected, you know, even ideas of when is it right to stand up and fight for something? When is it best to step back or stay on the sidelines? A lot of that is formed when we're young, our base understanding of this. And then it evolves from what we see modeled in our family of origin, um, what we see in our school and social experiences. And then as we're emerging into our career, our families of our own, you may have a certain identity around yourself and how much of a warrior you think of yourself as and how much of a protector you think of yourself as. I'm the oldest of five kids and we're really spread out. There's a set of two and a gap, a set of two and a gap, and then the youngest. I have always identified myself as a fierce protector. I really always kind of saw myself as like a tough kid with a chip on her shoulder, you know, like (laughs) I related more to Dirty Harry than to Barbie. I'll put it that way. And one of the things that I've had to adapt as an adult is that my tough guy persona or tough gal persona, you know, it may play well on the big screen, but it's not necessarily welcome in a lot of professional knowledge work spaces. There's the challenge of learning how to keep the treasures and then eliminate anything that wasn't serving me. Is this something that you've grappled with? Is your sense of if you see yourself as a warrior or not, if you see yourself as a protective person or not, how has that shown up in the different areas of your life? And how have you had to evolve your understanding of what it means for you to be a warrior in your life and protect yourself and protect your future. It's something that's that has come up from time to time, um, you know, working in my own brain and then with other people is the sense of like when people are very protective of teams at work or if there's a situation where it's fighting for the underdog and perhaps situations where people feel like they need to be very competitive. And it's just very interesting to to use those learnings about yourself and then talk about what it means for you when you're planning out projects that have a future orientation. 
So I was working on a project thinking about, you know, three to six months in the future and really playing with like, what kind of vibe do I want to bring into the planning sessions? What kind of vibe do I want this to be? Like, I think it's really fun when you think about your future and protecting your future. What is the story? What is the epic hero journey of your future? How do you want to protect that time frame by choosing in advance what kind of story it's going to be? I reconnected with my inner warrior. The archetype of a warrior can be so fully featured, actually. And it's it's fun. Of course, um, there's links in the show note about the warrior archetype, the warrior ethos, um, the warrior as a uh, embodiment of the mature masculine energy. And when you think about being a warrior, and for me, as I was thinking about this project and wanting to bring a warrior energy to it, I really challenged myself to describe what that would mean for me. I was thinking, oh, yes, the energy I want to bring is like, yes, I'm protecting my future. This is an investment. This is me going out and creating something. I wanted energy that would be fair, but strong and reliable. When we admire warriors, one of the things we admire is their readiness and willingness to serve. They are prepared. They are available. For this dream I'm building, I was thinking I kind of want like mama bear meets secret service bodyguard (laughs) energy. You know, like what kind of warrior energy do I want to bring as I'm protecting this future dream? And by protecting this future dream, that means deciding in advance when it's time to act, I'm going to invoke this warrior energy because the warrior goes to work that day. They don't think, eh, maybe next week. (laughs) That's not a great way to protect your future. Eh, maybe next week. So how about you? Let's break it down and, and turn it into something practical for you. Thinking about your future as a piece of property. It is your property, your future. What comes to mind when you think about the future is your property, you know, even closing your eyes, unless you're driving, please don't close your eyes while you're driving, is thinking about like, does it feel great? Like, ah, yes, my future is this expanse of land in my favorite place on earth. Or is there a little bit of like, oh, I don't really don't want to think about it. You have to start from there. When you think of the future being your property to build upon, to own, protect, to create, does it feel great automatically? Or does it feel a little trepidatious? Imagine what you would like to build in the future of your property. It's so funny. Even as I'm talking this, I'm closing my eyes. I'm really like, it's so juicy to even just embody this imagination exercise. In your property, your future, what do you want to create? Imagine it as a building and there's different rooms. Do you want a family room? Do you want a travel room? Do you want a certain type of uh, physical fitness? Do you want to write a book? Maybe you want to start a podcast. Do it. It's so fun. And now 
when you think of your future as your property and you're imagining what it would contain, it's your job to protect it. And I don't just mean the the imaginary building in your mind, but it's your job to protect the process. You, my warrior, are the architect, the venture capitalist, the mad genius, the salesperson, the customer service rep. You are all of it for your future. How will you protect your dream? How will you protect yourself doing your best work? How? Will you rise to the challenge of protecting your tomorrow? Even as I describe it, I have this like, ah, like I'm raising my arms, like this is your future. The future is your property. It's full of your dreams to create. You are responsible for filling so many amazing and fun roles in the creating of your dream. So how Are you going to rise to the challenge of protecting that? No one will protect your future but you. No one. I think sometimes we have this myth in our culture that we need other people's support. It is lovely to have the support of other people. It really can be. If if that's something that you, you crave and enjoy, definitely make that part of what you protect in your future is choosing relationships that are like mutually enjoyable, beneficial, supportive. But you don't have to have anyone's support to protect your future. Because if you have a dream, that is your little seedling. That desire inside of you is your treasure to bring life to in this world. No one will ever care about your dream, and your commitment to it as much as you can. And I don't think this is selfish. Imagine a world, really, for a moment, imagine a world if every person protected their best work, their special gift, their closest relationships. What if every person protected their ability to use their unique challenges and their commitment to their community? Can you imagine a world where everyone felt responsible for protecting their tomorrow and doing their best work and showing up at their highest potential? Imagine a community and cities and governments and businesses and how we would be examples to our youth if everybody was like, I will fight for my ability to bring my A-game. And that means being well-rested, well-fed, well-nourished, well-educated, and taking time for my future. Imagine a world like that. Because the factory of other people's agendas will always gobble everything you have to give. There is always someone else's project to do. There is always an invitation, many invitations, to go and join someone else's future. And maybe it's a shared dream. Maybe your warriors working together, protecting a future that is shared. That's lovely. And just be careful that you're protecting your future, that you are a warrior on behalf of your tomorrow. You get to decide when you're, when you are going to battle, when you are moving forward, when you are advocating, when you are in action. Is it in behalf of 
the tomorrow that you dream about. Oh, it is so fun and powerful to think about how it is your job to protect your ability to create what you want during your one wild and precious life, to quote Mary Oliver. That's my invitation for you this week. Journal about this. Notice where you're a crappy security system for your priorities. Yeah, you heard me. I'm going to say it again. Are you a crappy security system for some of your priorities? Are you not doing a good job protecting your future? Be honest with yourself. And notice what you think of this concept, this bold, courageous, audacious, powerful idea that you are the wise, brave warrior who protects your ability to create your future. I really want you to dance with this idea and think about what it would be like to be a warrior. Would you choose that for yourself? What would it mean for you to be a fully embodied, lovingly powerful warrior in your life? What kind of example could you set for yourself and others? See if this connection to your most powerful, most focused, most trained, willing, and ready self could actually be the way you improve the way you serve others. I find that the more that I protect myself and my warrior energy, the more I am a well-grounded, fair warrior that I actually serve better and that I protect my dreams and I'm better able to amplify the dreams that I've said yes to sharing with others whether it's companies, individuals, in my personal life, professionally, etc. How cool is that? Okay, my bold warriors, reflect on this. And until next time. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next week.